Welcome to Fulfillment Hero, where we share, define, and discuss the principles that model fulfilling life. My name is Dustin. And I'm Sal. And today we have the beautiful Sarita as our guest. Yeah, so Sarita has started her own legging company. And she's going to share her story of the road that it took to get to that point. Um, going from, you know, moving from Colombia to Canada, migrating, and not her dad being absent in her life for seven years. She's going to walk us through that and the struggles of a painful divorce. So welcome on our show today, Serita, and I'm very honored to have her on. Um, so she's going to share her story and uh, we're going we're gonna to dive right in and go straight into the story of talk us through your childhood years. You know, how was it growing up for you and the struggles you faced? So actually my childhood was amazing. I was uh, born in Colombia. Uh, just by the age I was six, uh, my dad moved to U.S. So he was in the U.S. from when I was six until I was 13 when I came here to Canada. So I pretty much, my memories of my childhood is just me and my mom. And it just, it was amazing. I have a beautiful family, like everything back home was like a safe bubble that I was living in. The only thing was that like, I didn't have that connection with my dad until I moved to Canada. So he actually migrated to US, he couldn't get papers. And then he was like, you know what? I have to see my family again. So he came to Canada and then he applied for refugee status and in less than two years we were here and it was an adjustment right just becoming a teenager and just in a new country i didn't know the language i pretty much it was like they took everything that i knew and then just placed me in a place that i didn't know this person that i was uh, spending time with and it's just me and my mom and that was where everything started like my struggles like it's just learning the new language learning the new culture um i wasn't really back home i was a very extrovert person like i'm a very outgoing person and happy and i like to make people happy too but then i came here and i was like i don't know how to do that like I, how do i in, interpret myself to others and i don't i i I didn't fit in for a long time. And while that was happening, my dad, he's, I don't know, he's just an amazing man. Like he was working and he was trying to open his new business. Uh, we do construction. So he was, you know, working 14, 18 hours days and until he decided that he wanted to open his own business. And that happened like within six months that we were here. And so I didn't know the language. We had a new business <laughs> and we didn't have income because my mom wasn't working. And I had to like pretty much learn and start translating for him because that's a big struggle that my parents face no knowing the language. So for me going to school and then after school going to see clients at 13 and trying to be in that world of no business and you know respect my money respect my house all this kind of thing so i had to grow up really young so i had to learn how to work hard for my money i had to learn how to deal with clients that i didn't know i had to learn so many things from them and then um the struggle of a new business and not having enough money uh had me working 
for like a type of Home Depot when I was 15. So I would work, I'd go to uh, high school, I would go work for my dad and then I would work to get a little bit of money for myself. So it was, you know, a lot, but at the time it didn't seem like that. It just seemed like my normal, like everyone at school was, you know, having fun and doing all these things, but they had to wait for me until 11, 12. And then I go have fun for a little bit and then go back to work eight in the morning and all this kind of stuff for me was normal. But now that I see, <laughs> you know, how a normal child should be, uh, I know it, it was crazy, but that, really taught me a lot of things like I am a very mature person and I wanted a lot of things and it can be a struggle but it, it right now is a blessing because it made me the woman that I am right now so that was my childhood <laughs> and so you said you went a period of 13 years without seeing your dad right is that uh yeah it was from 6 to 13 so oh so about 7 years yeah how, how was that was that hard those seven years no because I was in my bubble like back home it was good like I was happy I did say oh I miss my dad and all these things but it wasn't hard like I had my friends my family I'm an only child but my parents they both come from really big families mm. so I had cousins all the time and I had my nanny my family like it was good like it was a good you know good environment that I was in. Well, so, what was it like to reconnect with your dad? Or how, how did that go? It's still going. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, so we just connected in work. You know, it was like, he's my boss and I had to pretty much you know, learn how to deal with that because yeah, when I was 13, it was like, I was crying and sobbing when he would tell me, you know, you have to go tell that client to pay my bills. <laughs> and I was like, I'm 13, like how, like how am I supposed to tell, you know, an older person that they have to, you know, kind of respect me in a way. And with my dad, it was a connection on that end. So it's more like work and stuff like that. The childhood, just I think your dad, it never really happened, you know, like we respect each other. I love my dad. I respect him because he's such an amazing guy, but it was, I didn't, I don't have those memories of my dad being there mm. for me when I was a child. And he's always been around. He's always, you know, even though when I was back home, he would call every day and all that stuff, but he was not like, you know, an actual dad. I see my mom, well, more like a mom and a dad at the same time, like personally. But my dad has been like a mentor. Like he has taught me how to work hard for my money, how to be responsible. And it is that kind of connection. Got you. And uh, so I know fast forward, you know, as you get, I believe the age 20, right? You, you meet a guy and you actually get married right can you tell us a little bit about that story because i know that part of what led you on this road of self-growth and self-love so yes. I mean, take us take us through that so yeah uh, i saw young too i had like my first real boyfriend for a year or so and then that didn't work out and i moved to a we had to move uh cities 
we move a lot too. So for me, it's not a new thing to move. Like I can start over anywhere. Like after coming from mm -hmm. Colombia, like CDs is not a problem. Um, so we moved CDs and I was trying to find friends. I went, I started going to university. I met this guy and at first he was like, you know what? That's trouble. I just don't want, I don't want that kind of guy. For some reason, he ended up working out and he didn't, we just had to get married for, for him to stay in Canada. And I just felt, you know, so madly in love with him that it was more of a, like a toxic relationship for me because I, I define myself as a good person and I'm, I'm a very outgoing, like trying to always find the best of every opportunity but this guy wasn't like that he he was just in a lot of trouble all the time and for some reason I I don't know I just I was blind and I was you know in love and I wanted to make it work and because I was so mature I said you know what let's get married uh, but I did yeah we were dating for about a year and then we got married and you know I said to my parents I'm getting married and if it doesn't work it doesn't work but I'm doing this and how they know me <laughs> they stuck to it and it was it was so hard like I just can't explain how hard this relationship was for me because I knew the type of woman that I wanted to be and I couldn't be like that with him um, it was a struggle every day just trying to make things work for him I was trying to please him and please my parents at the same time. I was trying mm. to make university work and my new marriage at the same time. There was a lot of immigration problems in the middle. It was, you know, me trying to um, just put like a blind over everyone so they wouldn't see how like how hurt I was being or how how hard that was happening to me because I didn't want any. I didn't want I didn't want it, anybody to know the real truth. And now I see it as, yeah, just for me trying to just put a cover over what was happening. And it took a lot of, I don't know, I, I really don't know what happened, but it was a really hard, like four years of this, like a lot of things happening one after the other really bad things that were, were happening and until so I said you know I'm just, one day I woke up and like I just I had enough and I couldn't breathe and I had like a panic attack and I was like I, I just really can't be with you anymore I can't breathe and I and that was the only thing I, I, would, I would say to, to him and to my mom because she was there and I was like I can't breathe I just can't be with you anymore <clears throat> And he was, he thought it was like a joke or something, I don't know. And I, I was being for real. He left and I never, you know, let him in again. And, but it was a, a, then a problem too, because I had in my mind this, um, belief that he was going to be there for the rest of my life so it was a very hard time for me because I yes I, I like I kind of felt myself because I had to make this work and it didn't work 
So for me, I was really hard on myself because I had, like, I, I just, I was trying to find a way for this thing to work, but it wasn't working. And then he left and I was empty because all of the love that I had inside just left with him. So I was empty. I was alone. I, it was a really hard few months for me because I just didn't know what to do. And then <laughs> I went to an event of uh, Tony Robbins and I started just working on myself kind of. I, I started seeing, you know, things more clear. And then by the end of la last year, um, I was like, I, I wanted to end it, but I didn't have a reason. I was holding off on getting the actual divorce. And I don't know, just faith or something. They showed me a really bad, I, I, I got in a really bad situation with him and another, you know, other women <laughs> and other things that, you know, he wasn't even with me, but that really hit me because how can I love someone that don't respect me, right? And, and that really made me realize that, you know, that that was the end and I had to finish that relationship. I went back home to Colombia for about two months. Uh, in the middle of that, <laughs> I had some tumors on my breast that we didn't know if it was cancer or something. So it was like a lot of things that were happening in my mind. I went there, everything was fine. And then it was like grace. Like I just found God. Like I've, I'm always being a really Catholic person. But then I went there, I talked to a few people, I talked to a priest and it was like God was talking to me in a way that I've never felt in my life. I never experienced in my life. And it was just grace, like everything that I would say, I would share, I would you know, talk to people, they would be like, you know what, like, that's fine. You're not broken. Like you are an amazing person and you can do so many other things. You just have to start with yourself. And it was that message over and over for my family, for my friends, from people I didn't know. And it was like, a realization and it was crazy and it was God all at the same time that just sick me up. I was up on my feet again and I said, you know what, I have to love myself first. Mm -hmm. This starts with me and then if I want to be someone in this life, I really have to take care of me first. And I've never done that in my life until that moment. And things have been, you know, just night and day from that day like from not that day but that trip itself it's been an amazing journey i every day i'm just grateful for another different thing um, i've never looked back i got a divorce and everything happened really quickly and it was because god helped me like it was something that i did it shouldn't be like that but it was like that because i don't know <laughs> no nobody knows what happened, it was like, God wanted me to have everything like that. Um, and I've just been working every day on myself a little bit more. And I've been sharing my story with a lot of people that are around me and that uh, just, you know, want to be better. What a blessing that that relationship ended up being in probably totally different way than you expected, uh, but it, it ended up 
affecting your life in a way that's that's mind-blowing now you look back and like whoa i could never have seen that but god from the beginning was like hey this is what it's going to be like and you're going to go on this journey you're going to learn these things you're going to fight hard uh and you're going to come out for this reason um wow that's that's really special and uh, i think there's a lot of people who can relate to situations like that um and going through that at a young age is really an advantage i would say and i've gone through something similar um and now i'm i'm really really grateful because it set me on a path towards learning towards improving myself uh when that had really 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 hurt uh, I, I felt that the love that i had even though that i was the one who wanted to get away uh, but had left with someone and i felt empty uh, but there was no love for myself uh, there was no love i wasn't giving myself any love and figuring out that, that was key that i needed to to invest in myself to believe in myself to love myself has really it's turned my life around in a way that gets me excited like yeah like this let's get there's another day to uh to wake up and make great not just to hope it's great but to actually make great uh but yeah thanks for for sharing that part of the story it's uh, yeah. <laughs> yes and so that being so relatable to people you know someone out there listening to this right now that's sitting in that dark spot that just gone through a breakup you know and they're sitting there you know what what's what's the first step what do you think is the first step that you you know where do you start because it's, it's going to be painful no matter what but like what's the first step to get that momentum going do you what would you say yes i think the first thing is just let it go. like you you have to cry you have to i don't know for me it was closing all the doors and getting rid of everything like a cleaning kind of thing like <laughs> i cleaned everything and I was crying in the middle of it, but I was like, you know what? Like I have to really clean myself and clean my, my, you know, where I am right now. Like I need to clean everything. And then it was like, yeah, I, I have to deal emotionally with all the bad. So you have to let it go. Like everything has to come out in a way that it's, we're all so different, but I don't know, like guys or girls, some girls, like I'm not a crier. I, I can't relate to that. But then that was so painful that I was crying for days nonstop. Uh, and I, you know, that was like my way of letting everything out. And I would say just, just, you know, you have to focus on the future. You can't stay on the pain. Because if you stay on how painful it is, you're not going to move forward. So just get yourself excited about a trip or something that you're you're gonna be doing, and just think about that all day, all day, every day. Just think about how, what's gonna happen next. Because if you stay in that pain, like I've I've seen so many people that never moved on, and I didn't want to be that person. So seeing other people going through similar things and being like, okay, I don't want to be that person. So what do I have to do? to be better. Well, yeah, I like that. You, so pretty much what you say is you, you got to acknowledge the pain. 
you got to say, okay, this is painful and let's acknowledge it. Let's not try to mask it or avoid it. And, you know, take your time to cry it out. Take your time to, to sit in that pain and just, you know, it's painful. Acknowledge it. Let your body feel it. And then from there, I believe it's, you know, you're, what you're big on is the self-love. You, you started, let's love myself. Let's see who I want to be now. And now let's, that's the next step. You know, let's start focusing, okay, this happened, and this is already done with. I cried it out. I fought with it. Now who do I want to become? And I'll start thinking, because I think sometimes when we're in toxic relationships, we forget who we are, and we forget what we want and what we really love in life. And, we, you know, you lose track, and you're saying, like, what do I really love? You have to go back to being a kid sometimes and saying, what big dreams do I have? I don't even have dreams. I haven't had dreams for years because this relationship was just, you know, it was toxic. And then also being able to evaluate yourself, like, what could I have done better? You know, what, what, could, have, what could I improve on? And I think that's critical. But, yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's, that's very helpful. <laughs> I wish I would have listened to you a year and a half ago. It really would have sped things up a little bit. But still, I thought. Me too. Me too. Right <laughs> um, but oh, so yeah. So now leading into what you're starting now, the Legans Company, which is um, how do how do you pronounce the word? Amate. Amate. Yeah. Amate, which means love yourself exactly <laughs> that's awesome so give us the story of how you came up with that and, you know we yeah. want so i'm a very business oriented person so anything that i could sell i would sell like i'm always been like that because it's, it's ingrained in me so um a few years ago i i tried to do something similar but then i wasn't in the right place and then this year uh just before summer I had the opportunity to talk to uh, an amazing producer of leggings back home that he makes, you know, the, the best brand for uh, many other, you know, distributors around the world. Like it's a really big um, company back home. And he was like, you know what? Like, I know you like, you like Sumba and I know if you like those kind of stuff and, and you have a business, like, are you interested? And I'm like, what? Like that's crazy. It just came out of nowhere, and um, and I was like, well, I I kind of tried this like uh, a few years ago, and I would love to do this. And then it came to my mind, like, <laughs> what do I like? What is what's gonna be my name? What's gonna be my brand? And it wasn't hard. Like I just said, you know, Amate is uh, love yourself in Spanish, and I just you know it was like in me and I, I just felt it and I share it with my people and everyone would just in love. Like everyone that I talk to, I explain what's Amate and everyone's like, oh my God, that's so amazing. And it hasn't been long. Like I just started um, in August, uh, I think it was like the first week or so. And I, I already had like three shipments. It's been like crazy. Everyone wants more leggings and it's like my part time, but I think this is going to be big. It's going to be something amazing. And I'm just so grateful that it happened like that. And then I can, you know, not only sell a product, but 
just get to people and especially women i just think that women when they're not in the right space of their mind they're not loving themselves like we have so much jealousy and stuff like that and no not only here but everywhere in the world like everyone wants to be a little bit better but they're looking at things a little bit in a different perspective like we don't have to envy what the other people like the other women or the other girls have we have to be our own best self to be you know amazing and incredible and powerful and and we have to just be we just have to love ourselves and that's my message and i just really want women especially to fall like deeply and crazy in love with themselves and love themselves first and i know after they've done that they can do anything they will be unstoppable and i've heard many you know amazing uh, great leaders and role models that have, they're everywhere and I think that's the big message like you have to start with yourself you have to work with you first and, and love yourself and find the ways that you really connect to this amazing you know planet that we're in and and just connect with your creator wherever it is for you and and just yeah love yourself and then after you're full and your cup is you know really really full then you can give to others yeah you overflow uh, exactly. that's how cool that it's literally like the name of your brand like is your story i mean really it's like the basic stone like the very first stone of your story like it just branches off into so much more you know you that's really really cool uh, how you uh, are displaying your your own personal message of loving yourself uh, and through an awesome product. Uh, but props to you. That is that's very, very awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to have to get some ideas for myself. <laughs> Man, I, love, I love that mission. As men, that is so attractive to have a woman that truly loves herself. You know, that's that is uh, that's awesome i love your mission you're like i want women to fall truly and madly in love with themselves that's your mission it's not just leggings you know there's story behind it so i love that that's when i was like wow this is this is something amazing here um Thank you. and so yeah there's a, a few final questions we want to wrap up with um one of them is you know how how would you want to be remembered when you, when you leave this place what is it that you want to leave behind? How do you want to be remembered? I just want to be remembered as, as a powerful woman, like someone that was able to overcome, you know, just troubles in life, but made it work and, and had an amazing life. Like I just, I don't think it doesn't come up, like it is not about things that you have in life but the people that you touch so i want to touch a lot of people and i want them to remember you know a very powerful loving uh encouraging woman and i think that's what i have inside and i i want to share with the world and you know my friends and family and i want everyone to know that it just is what is in here that i want to share with everyone it's special that I mean, not only you, but your message is about 
not being resentful towards other things, but owning it and not being resentful towards yourself, but loving yourself instead so much that you're going to ask yourself, how am I going to be the solution to the problems that are out there? Uh, and, and doing that through the love that you've given yourself. Um, like for me, that, that part that you're saying, I've been, you know, working with that a lot because, I mean, this is recent. Like, this just happened less than two years ago. And so it's, you know, it's like a thing every day I have to work with it. And you see how negative the world is and what I have to do to overcome that. And I just, you know, I seriously just tell myself, like, just every position, every situation that I'm, that I'm in, I really have to look at the positive. Because people all the time, everywhere you go right now, it's like, whatever bad happens, it ruins their day. Mm. And if you, if, you, if you let just one little thing ruin your day, it's one little thing is going to ruin your life. Like, we're only here for a few years. Like, that's. Uh, and that's what I, 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 you know, I had to work with and I still have to work with every day, but I'm not going to let that ruin my life. I want more. <laughs> yeah. And you never know when it can, when your time is called, uh, when, when you're up, when you're up next. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, live, live to the fullest. All right. Yeah. Uh, wrap up with our last question. Yeah. So we got one last question for you. So uh, we are fulfillment heroes. So this is a fulfillment question. Uh, so what is a fulfilling life, or what might be one principle that you live by that shouts fulfillment? Fulfillment. I would say just having a loving family, mm. and fulfillment for me is you know, my, my smaller circle. So maybe like for me right now, it would be to create a beautiful family and met those, if I have kids or if I have to adopt them, whatever, like those kind, like your immediate family to share what I was in the life, like in life, you know, like for me, that kind of thing is fulfillment. Like knowing that, you know, I raised our amazing, strong, you know, kids and then they, they are, strong because of the person that raised them kind of thing mm. meaningful relationships and meaningful work that definitely definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely relate to that yeah um so yeah that's gonna wrap it up for for us today and i want to thank you for coming on i mean i love talking to you you always help me out with my business as well get to bounce stuff off of you so you know, not only are you beautiful outside, but inside as well. And you're sharing that with others, trying to empower other women. So I really love what you're doing and, you know, what, where you're going with it. So thank you for coming on and thank you for sharing your story with us and being vulnerable. And before we let you go, uh, give, give a shout out to your own, your own brand, your own website, social media feed. Uh, where can our listeners find you? So amateactivewear.com and then we're on Instagram and Facebook, amateactivewear. Um, and my personal Instagram is sarita at Y-E-D. Um, amate is spelled A-M-A-T-E. 
And uh, I will uh, drop that in the links so everybody can find those. I'll put them out on my social media as well. I'll blast them so you guys can find. Um, I, I did get a couple of girls, the leggings, and they loved them. So a lot of people were asking, like, oh, cool. Uh, the yellow ones, they're like, where did you get those from? So it's already drawing attention. So I will, I will blast that on my social medias just to get people the information they need to order them. I may have to share the word around the local university. Uh, I'll the girls around and let them know that something amazing's taken over. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. It was awesome to meet you. I hadn't met you yet, but thanks again, and uh, we'll all be in touch. I'm sure. Sounds good. Thank you yeah. guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks.